Yep. I was just reading a script from Downton Abbey, your favorite TV show. I'm a Downton Daddy. <laughs> Speaking of daddies, I'm calling all the daddies and the daddies' mamas and the mamas' mamas. Come see me, please. In uh, Richmond, Virginia, this week, Richmond, uh, Funny Bone, May 23rd through 26th, and then one night only, your mommy is going to be at Cobb's Comedy Club, May 29th, 8 p.m. show. And then I moved my Funny Bone date. I'll be at the Cincinnati Funny Bone June 6th through 9th. And that's it for June. I'm, I'm going to hold off. That's what's up. Uh, follow me at Christina P. You can see all my dates on ChristinaComedy.com. And that's the Christian spelling. C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. Comedy. Yeah. What about you, buns or jeans? Yo, here's what's up. Um, May 31st and June 1st, I'm only doing a total of four shows. That's just two nights in Denver, one of my absolute most favoritest of the favorite cities. Mm. Uh, I'm doing Comedy Works South Club. It's a beautiful club. It's where I recorded my album last year. I'm going back, and I have a whole new hour, and I hope you guys come out and see me. So Denver... You heard it. May 31st and June 1st. Come see me. Um, And then June 6th through the 8th, uh, we're going to be at Dr. Grin's in Grand Rapids, Michigan at the B.O.B. Batch. That's the big old building (laughs) in Grand Rapids. The Bob. I really like that club. I really do. So club. Grand Rapids. um, Come see me. Don't go to the TGI Fridays. And eat their spaghetti before you perform because good looking out. No, it's true. I, I when I was a feature act, I was there and I had the TGI Friday spaghetti and I got violent diarrhea mm-hmm. and I had to perform with violent diarrhea that day. That's not good. Good news is, you know, your body senses when you're in panic and it holds that diarrhea mm-hmm. in until you're done. And then it lets it out. And then it lets it out in a big way. In a violent spurt of sad. All right. Well, that's all I'm going to uh, plug for now. <laughs> um, after that diarrhea, what else can you tell us, Jeans? You ready to start the show? I'm so super ready. My Let's... jeans are so tight right now. They're giving me gas. I, I hear you, man. I totally hear you. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early oh. light what's so bright? The twilight's first gleam, <laughs> whose broad stripes and bright stars through the
Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. <laughs> and you know, can I tell you my favorite part about that? Yeah, shit let's discuss it. Is um, I've heard fuck ups, flubs, sure, bad versions of national anthems. Um, I like, I really like, uh, just like. Let's say word. She did the. I'll just say <laughs> words that sound like words. Like they weren't right. words. She was like. The, the way six year olds yeah. make up. Like, make up. Remember when you were six and you go outside and you're like, I love tree. You're my special tree. You're so beautiful tree. And then parents look at you like, oh, it's a kid. Yeah. Just, wow, just this broad. Of, you know what surprised me? Oh. Here we go. Uh-oh. Oh. I'm surprised I didn't boo her. They were booing her for a minute, and then they thought it was funny and tried to help her. They were actually... That's really nice. Yeah. Here we go. Close enough. <laughs> That's not a word. She said, That's a word. <laughs> What's her first language? What is she? Like who is this and why she's is a she Canuck. screw it up? She's a she's a Canadian Alexis Norman, she's a Canadian jazz singer. Mm-hmm. Immediately after that, it was it was a she's supposed to sing the US national anthem and then the Canadian national anthem. <laughs> but she didn't fuck up the Canadian. One. She did not fuck that one up. She sang that one perfectly. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. But um yeah, she's definitely fucking up this one. Well, I'm surprised how supportive the Americans were of her flubs because if that happened and I don't know what part of the country that was in. It was it was a game. I think it was a game between um, a Canadian team and an American oh, team. Oh, so they were like, eh, neighbors. Th- yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I but think I- it was split, though. I think there's people booing her oh, and okay. people cheering her. But they helped her. You can hear the audience helping yes, her. Yes, they do. For the most part, So if that had happened, I'm saying, like at a NASCAR event and this girl... Oh, no, 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 no. She yeah, would have yeah. been... Massacred. Just hung in effigy and dragged from the NASCAR... Cars. She's all a, day. She seems like a very sweet yeah. person. She apologized on her Twitter account immediately and said, "Like you know, I'm I'm deeply embarrassed. It's mortifying." And she said the nerves got the best of her and she screwed it up. And then, like a little bit after that, she was like, "Also, want to thank everybody for like all the positive comments." And by the way, I totally understand. I empathize with people who are victims of cyberbullying, oh. which means that she got just Hammered. hundreds of, Hammered. of you know, way to fucking disrespect us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, because honestly, my first reaction, I was like, fuck you, man. Like, you really? fuck up my country's anthem, I'll fucking kill you. Okay. I see what you're saying. And then wait, and then now you feel a little more... Empathetic. You do. Because I'm not a sociopath. Yeah. I have empathy. Right. Because here's my one thing, though. If you're being hired... To sing another country's national anthem, mm-hmm. you better learn the goddamn words. Yeah. You should put the effort. And if you're not sure of those words, yeah. put them on a cue card. Put them on your hand. 
to make sure you don't disrespect an entire nation. Yeah. <laughs> Just take precautions. Well, do you want to... Um... I don't know the Canadian anthem by her. I know O Canada, right? It's like, oh, Canada, your bacon is delicious. No, it's just, oh, Canada, over and over. Oh, 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 Canada. Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. What's the finish? Just No, the finish oh. is at the end you go, oh, Canada. <laughs> or oh, Canada. Canada. That's it. That's it. That's okay. it. It's just you put different emphasis. If you hear like the professional huh. version, okay, you just put emphasis on different parts of O in Canada. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, Canada. Oh, okay. Because I remember yeah. oh. as a small child when we lived in Canada, my father would watch the hockey games mm-hmm. and I would hear the national anthem. That's it. And that's all I remember is, and there must be a reason. That's yeah. all they were saying. That's it. That's it. There's hmm. no other words. Hmm. Now, um, you talk about, you know, somebody disrespecting your... Coming to my house. And taking your remote control. Wearing the same shit you got, you got on. on. And then they they disrespect you and they, they point at you and they, they curse and, you know, it's totally it's disrespectful. Fuck you! Right. right? Um, but... So, uh, last year, at the Olympics. The special ones or the regulars? The real ones. I think this is at the real ones. Okay. Um, Because if this happened at the Special Olympics, nobody would probably notice. I think it was. Um, So, a a female athlete, um, Maria Dimitrenko from Kazakhstan. It's a neighbor of Hungary mm-hmm. somewhere. Kazakhstan is also where the fictional character Borat <laughs> is from. Um, I don't know if you caught the story back then, but she won the she won the gold medal and then got up on the stand, which you know typically it's it's the biggest moment mm-hmm. for an Olympic athlete. Hmm. You stand on the stand and then they lower the three flags, you know in in. They, they hang them in order, and they play the national anthem of the gold medal, gold medal winning um, athlete. <laughs> well, here is oh life. Here's the real national anthem of Kazakhstan. Okay, just to give okay. you a little taste. Hmm. Pretty exciting stuff. I'm into it. I mean, yeah, that's good. Oh my god. This is like what the Russian, the former Soviet ones. Yeah. I was like, yeah. So, that's what's supposed to play as this woman is having, like, this is the crowning achievement of her career as an right. athlete. Do you want me she to won say the it? gold medal. Right. This is what they play. She's, she's doing her country of 10 people proud. Right oh, my now. God. They're and, so and, proud. This is front page news, everything. Oh, right? you, this is the biggest thing that happened in this country since she the goes left. up on the stand, hang, they hang the gold medal over her neck, mm. and they play this, and they broadcast it internationally.
you haven't really caught on, those that's the Borat version <laughs> of... Oh, you mean it's not the direct translation to English? Do you know what the lyrics are that she had to listen to <laughs> in her country from, the, from his version? It's Kazakhstan, <laughs> greatest country in the world. All other countries are run by little girls. <laughs> Kazakhstan, number one exporter of potassium. Other countries <laughs> have inferior potassium. <laughs> Kazakhstan. <laughs> Home of Tinshin swimming pool. It's lengthy, 30 meter, and width, 6 meter. <laughs> Filtration system, a marvel to behold. And then it says, Kazakhstan, friend of huh. all except Uzbekistan. They very nosy people with bone in their brain. Kazakhstan. Best in the world, Kazakhstan's prostitutes cleanest in the re- region, <laughs> except, of course, Turkmenistan's um, Kazakhstan, you very nice place. <laughs> Come grasp the might, the might, Venus of our leader from junction with the testes of its face. <laughs> to the tip of its face, yes. Then this is what this girl heard when she was winning the medal for her country. And she never, and by the country. way, she didn't blink. She kept Aww. her, you know, head up and didn't, didn't give any clue that it was the wrong song. Do you think she didn't, she probably hadn't seen the Borat movie and probably didn't speak English? I'm hoping so that she wouldn't understand the words to this. I think there's a possibility she hadn't seen the Borat movie. She definitely knew that wasn't her national anthem. Yeah. And she probably spoke some English, at least. Ugh. She probably knew that when the song started talking about her swimming pools <laughs> <laughs> and that other countries are run by little girls, <laughs> that something was wrong. You Jesus. know what? This stuff it just makes me realize how good it is to be American. There you go. Um, you know where I have been, by the way, Jeans? What? I haven't been to Kazakhstan, but I've, I've actually been to Kyrgyzstan, which is... it's. Kissing Cousin, which is like right next door. That's how you get into Afghanistan. It's Just a, a quick heads up. We got a lot of fans there, okay? And, Kyr- <laughs> and which one? Uh, Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan, or All of those regions, yeah. Right, the former Soviet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Kyrgyzstan, I can say this safely without offending anybody, hopefully. Yeah. Real shithole. Really? Severe shithole. I mean... Uh, they they don't even have toilets. Like they're the kind where like it's just a hole. Even at nice restaurants, you have to like squat into a hole in the ground. I was being I, I went out to uh, to lunch one day. They took us to like one of the nicer restaurants in Kyrgyzstan, and it was on a lake. And uh, Sarah Tiana and I were eating there, and we look over, and there's an elderly woman bathing in the lake, like f- totally naked, with like her little grandkid there. Yeah. Just bathing in the lake that we're eating. And I was like, ah, oh, look at that, look at that. I'll take a picture of it. And my, my tour guides thought that was very rude. And oh, it really? Was. Yeah, well, yeah, it's super disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? I feel like because I'm from a shitty country like that, I can kind of laugh. You can. Douchebags. Yeah. And you, you can. And it's absolutely, you have a right. It's just like yeah. when, you know, when I make um, <laughs> jokes in life or on stage about anybody who speaks any form of Spanish. Right. I feel like I have a total pass because oh, yeah. I grew up in a Spanish-speaking household. I don't give a shit. Well, Hungary, my dick. Hungary during the Soviet reign was comparable to a Kyrgyzstan or a Kazakhstan. Yeah. N- not so nice. Some so, parts are still shitty like But that. it does make you appreciate living in number one, you think? N- fucking numero uno, buddy, all the way. Hey, um, do you want to hear Big a lesson in, in how to do that national anthem? Yeah. 
How's that feel? I love it. Swollen with fright. I gotta stand up. I gotta move the mic and stand up and salute the flag. Hold on. I'm gonna stand too. Okay, let's do this. Holy shit. Oh god. I'm getting a an erection? And goosebumps. <laughs> my penis um, and my pride are swelling at the same time. Right now, yeah. Yep. I love it. You know who this is, right? Uh, let me think. Kelly Clarkson? Listen to that voice. It's the best version ever done. Ever. Come on. Taylor Swift. Jesus. Justin Bieber. Yes. Isn't that good to him? He's really good. He's really good. His voice isn't maturing very much. God damn it. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. It doesn't get more American than this. No. And anybody, you know what they should do? If you can't match this when you do a big event, they kill you on the field. <laughs> they, they send you to live in Kyrgyzstan and a donkey eats you. But how awesome. Okay, here. Just later this finish right here. Just yeah, listen to of this. Of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's her, that's her wheel. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Now, uh, I don't want to sound like an extremist, but just hear me out. You go back to that hockey game. Yeah. Alexis Norman, what they do is they play, she gets to sing the national anthem. I thought you were saying we're going to exhume the body of Whitney Houston. That was Whitney. Right. But here's what they do. But I want her to sing it again. No. That, of course. Oh, my God. I know. So what they do is... Alexis and and other people who get to sing the national anthem do this too. They sing the national anthem. Mm-hmm. When it's done, they're singing live. Mm-hmm. They play this recorded version over like the jumbo screen. Okay. And then the audience votes uh-huh. if the live version lives up to this recorded version. And if they do, if it doesn't, the performer is killed. Oh, on the, but here's the I thing. I love this. Yeah. Imagine. How you would perform if you knew those were the stakes. Right. Would you forget the lyrics? No. It would be the performance Never. of a lifetime. Yeah. So, right, if you go back to that hockey game the other day, and I, again, I have, an, I have a lot of empathy for her, too. I understand what it's like to perform and have a lot of pressure. At the end of that, they would have played this. Everyone would have been like, this lot, you fucked up terribly. Right. They slice her neck open. Blood is all over mm-hmm. the... Ice hockey. Play Rick, hockey. And play hockey. Yeah. And then there's just blood everywhere. That's, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I've got an idea. What? We'll take her heart out of her chest while yeah. it's still beating and use that as the puck. That's that's a great idea. Right? Yeah. And that's a way for America and Canada to kind of come together as one. We play on the blood of the Canadian that fucked up the lyrics to our blessed right. national anthem. Right. Hmm. This yeah. is a wonderful idea. And it honors Whitney. You know, that's her note. That was Whitney Houston's note, right? That's the same one she does in The the Bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Remember? And uh, Oh, yeah. This is her note. And Whitney, after a while, for all that crack smoking, couldn't go back to that note. 
You're you right. You understand? You say what I'm saying? On, on Oprah's Super Soul Sunday, we were discussing this because Whitney was always chasing the note. Chasing that you note. You understand what I'm saying? And once you get a certain age, you can't hit the note again. You're right. Uh, especially after smoking the rocks, it's really hard to hit the note once you've already damaged your vocal cords. That's it. That was that was it, right? That's at the height. That's when she was at her best, <laughs> right at the very top of her game. <laughs> Wait, is this Michael Jackson's third cousin? No, that <laughs> no. Michael's third cousin hit different notes. Um, <laughs> it's so hard to sing. It really is. It's hard to sing. I that was the lady who was kicked off the plane. All right, all right. You remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wait a minute. In case you didn't know, I'm going to tell you something very important about this woman, Tammy. She's Michael Jackson's first cousin. Third. You, oh, third, third cousin. Third cousin. You look just like her. <laughs> no, you were just singing a song. She's we like just, Reeby. We just, Reeby. We just heard you singing a song. Reeby. What song was you singing? No weapon for me gives me show prosper. Is that Fred Hammond's song? Yeah. Sing a little bit. Give us a little bit. I will do it right now. <laughs> Okay. Just a little bit. Get to be off guard. No. Now, how you gonna say? Hmm. Now, the other day you came to me saying that you was trying to do something and do something. Well, and I'm giving. I can let, tell you what know. I'm doing. I'm doing a praise party in August, and I need our support because. Well, how are we gonna support? Now, here's the thing. How you gonna we gonna support you? If we don't know. If and you really got that Jackson blood in you. Michael would have hit it. There you go, girl. Janet would hit it anytime. Yeah, I didn't want to put. Come on now, you got that Jackson blood. Oh my God! You even mentioned that child's name. I wish I was a Jackson. I sing anytime they ask me. Come on now. Let me try. I mean, my throat is not. Together, Wait, did I do Shit. it? Hold on, ready? Yeah. That was that really good? good. That was good. Should I try again on yeah. American Idol? You could, you could get it. Okay, I looked up Reby Jackson. Mm-hmm. Real name, Maureen Rylette. Mm-hmm. Quote, Reby, Reby Brown. So Rylette okay. Reby uh, is the eldest child of the Jackson family. Of musicians. So she first performed on stage with her siblings during shows in Vegas in 74. That's this woman? Reby Jackson. No, no. The, remember the girl references? She's like, girl, she looked like Reby Jackson. So uh, I yeah. said, who is Reby? Remember we discussed oh, this Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Reby, before I guess she was with the Jacksons. Remember that song, Centipede? Centipede! I think that was Reby Jackson. Okay. That's what it sounds like. And this woman, is yes. this woman related? That's her she's, daughter? She's the eldest Okay. Uh, it says, which is funny. Eldest child of the Jackson family of musicians. Mm. That's what it says. I got to tell you that version. Her sister Latoya. Yeah, yeah. So she is. That's how I feel about that. Yeah, that song Centipede was hers. Do you remember that one? That was a good song. Centipede. Yeah, Centipede. That's Rebe. Centipede. She sounds just like Rebe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, just blowing the mark. Yep. <laughs> oh Jesus! That's fun. We're bur- we're let's sing it together. What should we sing? 
Let's sing the national anthem like that woman. Oh, can you see? I don't know the words. I don't know. Oh my god! I don't know that. Um, oh my god! <laughs> you know, really some people that. probably didn't even know that woman was screwing up the national anthem. Though I bet there are Americans who don't know the national anthem. Is what I'm trying to say. Actually, you know, I hate to put myself on blast, but I don't know how well I know the lyrics. You ever sang it as a kid every day before school? We didn't. We sang. We didn't sing the Star Spangled Banner. Jose, <laughs> you sang can that? You no, you sang I pledge allegiance to the flag. The dawns, you didn't go. <laughs> no, we did. We did the flag salute. I went to uh, the national anthem elementary school, and we said I pledge allegiance to the flag. Yeah. Michael Jackson is a fag. Pepsi Cola burned oh. him up. Now he's drinking Seven Up. Jesus, do you remember that one? Yeah, that's horribly offensive. I, it was made up in like. Second or third grade. I didn't make it up. I just learned the words, okay? That is not cool. Dirty and disgusting. <laughs> That's how I, I don't I don't appreciate what you did. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Um, so 
Fucking how about this weekend? All right. We're still reeling. Can you believe how amazing everything was? No. The turnout was phenomenal. Guys, the shows were amazing. Portland and Seattle, you have a special place forever in our hearts. Oh. No shit. It was an amazing, amazing experience. So fun. Um, didn't expect, I just didn't expect the, um, the love and the appreciation oh. from, from our fans there. It was so cool. And it totally, it, um, it gave us such a, a boost and excitement about doing more of that, about doing, you know, special city appearances mm-hmm. where we go and we just throw our jeans on and, you know. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was nice. I, I know. So I, I realized how it sounded weird when I, I came out in Seattle and I was like, I'm just so glad like to do this room full of people who know who I am. And I realized how narcissistic that sounded. So I kind of want to clarify. I meant that it's nice to do a show where people know what they're getting into is what I meant by that. I was like, oh, wait, that sounded really terrible. I mean, like people actually know our voices and know what we're going to say, so I don't have to preface things. We don't or, know what we're going to say, but they know who they who, came to see. Right, right. That, that doesn't make... the way you, What you're saying is the way every comedian feels. Right. And to people that don't understand what that means, it's that you know when you do the comedy club circuit, um, most nights, a lot of nights, unless you're a very, very well-known person, there are dozens, if not hundreds of people there who have no idea who you are and are like, well, I hope you're in line with what I enjoy. Right, because I like Dane Cook, or you like Dane Cook, and then they don't do the research, and then they show yeah. up, and they're upset because you don't match what they think a stand-up comedian should, should be. Should be, yeah. So like, you want to talk about dolphin fucking, but yeah. you have to find a nice little palatable way so that dolphin fucking yeah. can go into this crowd right now. So it's nice to be able to get up there and just go right into it and know that you guys are on board, and it really made me happy. And yeah, The whole thing was pretty life-changing and pretty awesome, I'd say. It's pretty awesome. It was a... Nice to see that, like, two years. We've only been doing this for two years, right, the podcast? Yeah. Like, just to see that this is coming as far as it is. It's pretty exciting. It was so cool. So It's so rad. We are uh, just so grateful to both cities for um, supporting us and coming out. And really, you know, we just found that everybody was so cool, not just at the shows, like, in the cities. Like, we really, really dug uh, Portland and Seattle. We had very short... Um, trips, so we didn't really get to enjoy your cities as much as we had hoped to, but it was just awesome. And, and you guys spoiled us, you know, you bought us, you brought us so many gifts. I think uh, Theo has treats for <laughs> 15 years. He has the most treats of any dog, and he's so happy. He has clothes, he has everything. Oh my gosh. So, I even got Jean's pasties, remember? That nice girl in Seattle August. made me, that's her yes. name, August? Yes. She made me uh, pasties with jeans. Denim jean pasties. Denim jean pasties. <laughs> I gave her the most creative jeans credit. I know. Yeah. And then there was a, another girl in Seattle that came with the highest, tightest jeans. That made my fucking night. <laughs> it's on Insta. It's on my Instagram. Yeah. She um just I think Christina P A Z. If you put in that, you'll yeah. find this picture of this girl. And her jeans were like authentic 70s mom jeans. They were up really up over the navel, getting close to the breasts. Seriously, real. Yeah. 
real, serious, real hygienes. Real hygienes. And and, um, <laughs> and then in Portland, this guy made a shirt that says the jeans of the 90s are alive in, in, in Portland. Portland. Yeah. Oh, my God. And a girl had a so self-made funny. shirt that said, like, number one cum dog or something like that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the only mommies I've ever known. Yeah, I love the homemade shirts. Those are my favorite. Those are pretty awesome. Uh, you guys are the best. We have yeah. the best audience, the best listeners. It's pretty fucking great. Super um, cool. Everybody's super cool. One of the things that happened um, is that I was uh, I was on this trip, and I basically got a heads up about something. Whatever we, the two of us did, we we're in the car. And it's not important, but, you know, it was a kind of thing where it was like, hey, something uh, that affects just us. Um, and we wanted to share that with some of our comedian friends. It was a business thing. It was a business deal, right. yeah. It's nothing to do with real life. Yeah. So it, it affects comedians and it's just whatever. So I thought we're in the car, um, you and I and our promoter, Jessica, in the car, we're driving from Portland to Seattle. And I thought, well, you know what I'll do? I just became aware of this. I'm going to text some guys and give them the heads up on this, mm-hmm. just business notice. Um, so I sent a text, a group, I go, who should I text? Well, I should text Duncan, I should text Ari, I should text Tripoli, I should text um, Diaz, a couple other people. I sent out a group text. Here's a heads up. And within a minute, we get a couple replies. Oh, Sam's like, oh, yeah. That's interesting. And Duncan says, blah, blah, blah. And then a couple more responses. And then they start just turning this <clears throat> this group text into just like <coughs> a joke thread, which is what comics or anybody's going to do. Duncan starts texting, you know, I have a really good tile business that I was really... <laughs> and, then, so he, and then, you know, oh, then Red Band's like, uh, well, I have a bathroom that needs finishing. And he's like, well, I can bring you this tile if you want to see it. It's top of the line. And it goes and it goes on and on. After like twenty of these, <laughs> my phone rings and it says Diaz, and he is so fired up. He's like, "Dog, if you don't fucking take me, take me off this thing, I'm gonna fucking stab you. I fucking stop fucking die. take me out." I go, "I don't know how to take you off of a group. It's a, you're already in it. Right? It's too late, man. The and left he's the not station. listening to me. He's not listening to me. He's just yelling. How can I take me off of it? And he yells, "Take me off!" and hangs up. Oh, my God. So I go, I text everybody, stop texting. Diaz just threatened to kill me. (laughs) They all laugh and keep texting. Oh, shit. The texts continue, and then like like a minute or two later, Duncan texts in capital letters, stop texting. Diaz just said he's going to break my fucking fingers. (laughs) And can we just preface this by saying... Joey Diaz is not a fan of text messages. At all. Hates them. Hates them. Like, if I've tried texting him, and he'll just call me mm-hmm. right away and be like, I don't fucking do text messages, dog. Well, like, interestingly right. enough, <laughs> we got into that because I decided to call him today. Oh, no. And get the, um, you know, just, we talk about it. He ends up talking about a bunch of other things. But I thought it was a pretty good call. I'd like, I think our audience would like to hear of this. Of course. Joey so, Diaz is the best. Diaz, on your mom's house, on a phone call. Here it is. Hello? Diaz. Joey. Yo. Hey, it's Tom Segura. What's up, Tommy Segura? How are you, brother? I'm good, buddy. Um, I'm recording. What the fuck are you doing, the fuck are you doing that's going to be, though? 
Uh, no, I'm calling you from my computer <laughs> so that I can record the call. I, had to, I wanted to call you. I was thinking about you because I was laughing so hard. I want you to tell oh, yeah. me how, how upset were you about the group text message? <laughs> well, here, here's the problem, right? I have a, whenever I fly, yeah. you know, I'm a fucking professional. So I got to smoke pot with the people after the fucking show. Right. So I got, a, I got sick after Austin and I got another ear infection. Oh, shit. So what happens is they put me on tennis, uh, they put me on uh, antibiotics and then they also put me on uh, steroids. Yeah. And what happened was last weekend, I learned I had to do something Sunday at one. So my flight was at seven o'clock New York time, which is four o'clock or something LA time. So on Saturdays, I try to sleep. Yeah. So I tried to fucking go to sleep and I got the first text and it said group. Yeah. yeah. I knew it was going to be a fucking problem. But I thought I would just stop it. I thought after I called you, you would just take it off. But I didn't know. I, I kept getting them. I didn't That's know how to why take I got it. so fucking mad because you kept. I kept getting them, and <laughs> it was the same fucking knucklehead. It was Tripoli and fucking Duncan or somebody. Yeah. See, you text the wrong fucking people. You text the people that love to text. <laughs> <laughs> you were so upset people, about being on a group white text. people. All they need is a fucking Trump to text, and they'll start texting. That's in their fucking blood, white people. They love it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> God forbid they can't text or send you a fucking email about the same shit they talked about. 80 fucking times. Those guys could text all fucking day. All day. And then, you know. After you called me, you were like, you said, I swear to God, I'm going to stab you if you send me another text. I told everybody, don't text anymore. Diaz has had enough of this shit. And they kept texting. And they kept texting because they thought it was cute. Right. And I had to call fucking Duncan and threaten to chop his fucking fingers off. And then the texting stopped. (laughs) That's when it stopped. Oh shit! I hate man. text messages, bro. I fucking hate them with all my heart. If you ain't putting a thousand dollar bill through there, don't fucking text me. And you can't put money over there, so that means don't fucking text me. Now, how about you this? You want to leave a message? Go fuck yourself too. I don't want no fucking messages. All right. You hate voice in the church or what's happening now? Answer the fucking phone. What's your? When I call you. It's like <laughs> you ever call somebody with a thought in your head, and they call you four hours later, like, "What's up? What's up? Go fuck your mother now." <laughs> right. That was four fucking hours ago. What were you doing? <laughs> what were you doing that was so fucking busy? That's old news now. What? I can't, I can't dig that shit. Just call me. Right? What's your? What do you, you hate more? Text. What's you don't worse? Send me smoke. You don't gotta send me nothing. Just fucking call me. That's. I'm putting that down right now. Always to just call you. But what's worse to you? A voicemail or a text message? Both. They should not fucking exist. Okay. If you look at your phone. If you pay over ten dollars for your phone, and somebody calls you, tells you they called. What's with the long fucking wind? <laughs> Save that. You're gonna need that for your last breath. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, Joey, you D- get home. You got three fucking messages on your machine. And there's one of them that's fucking long. It's the worst. Sitting there going, what is this person thinking? I mean, where, what what retardation fucking planet are they fucking from? <laughs> no. That you think that when somebody gets home at four o'clock after being in four o five traffic, they want to hear you for eight minutes on your fucking stupidity about your TV show that's never gonna get picked up. Well, nothing's ever going to fucking happen, so cut it out. Can I tell you what, what one of my cousins, that my cousin Brian, he, he calls me, and he'll leave a message, but in the message, he won't tell you why he wants you to call oh, back. So he'll be like, hey, Joey, so uh, it's Brian, and um, yeah, it's pretty exciting uh, <laughs> stuff, and... Uh, 
you could just give me a call back, uh, I'd like to tell you. So he won't even tell you so why he's calling. You have to fucking solve the mystery and call him back first to even find out why he's calling. No, those, you know what? I can deal with that. I got to tell you, I had to stop there. It makes me crazy. Me too. Joey can deal with it. It makes mm. me crazy. Me crazy too. I wouldn't do What's it. What's the point of the voicemail? If you're not going to tell me what it's about. Well, first of all, why does he still have an answering machine? Joey Diaz. He goes, it's, you come on, let me check your answering machine. I'm like, where do you still find an answering machine, dog? Uh, Secondly, yeah. I don't want to listen to anybody's voicemail. I don't yeah. want to talk to anybody. Just text me. Text me four fucking words. What do you need? And yeah. then be done with it. I don't know why he wants to. I don't I, know why he thinks it's easier to talk. Oh, I don't know. That That's just him, man. But Yeah, no, that is. I um I feel like it's a huge pain in the dick to um to solve the mystery yeah. i don't like that ah uh, so so uh, brian got, will be like so um, got a cat he'll but he'll do like so it's pretty uh cool i just um <laughs> i just got off the phone with uh, somebody and uh mm. it's pretty neat if uh if you'd like to know anything about it you can give me a call i'm like just tell me what it's about in this message. Why are you making me call? It, it makes me nuts. Because it's to bait you to call you back. It's a bait. It's, it's a, a total bait. Back, I mean. I'd rather you call and say, Joey, Thompson, go and hang up the phone. I can deal with that. <laughs> you can deal with that. Okay. That one I can deal with. It's the one that, hey, I'm doing a fucking show and I want you to bring your kid. Just shut the fuck up. I saw that you called and if I'm any fucking good of a guy, I'll call you back. As soon as I get home, I'll look at the fucking phone. And I'll call you back. Everybody's phone tells you who called now. What's with the fucking little soliloquy? Yeah. Yeah, I'm... I, I'm I don't I'm, like people calling me from 5 to 7 either with stupidity holes in my business hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have my promise. I will never put you on a group text message again. Don't put me on group text. Don't put me on group Facebooks. Don't put me on group nothing. You want to talk to me, you talk to me direct. Okay. <laughs> you know what I was? Tom Segura, the best I ever was. Forget doing comedy or podcasting or writing stupid jokes. I was a really good fucking thief. I was born to be a fucking thief. I could take a motherfucker out, too. That's what I'm born to do. I would hide under a car and we'll take you out. That's my specialty and being a fucking thief. So I know how to count the bump in a rush. You know, my mother raised me on numbers. So I know how to count them. That's the gift I got. I could do numbers in my head. I know when you're thieving me. And I'll give you rope. I'll let you steal from me. But I'm going to call you on it when we get paid, and then there's going to be a problem. Of course. What's your advice? You, know, for... you want to come at me with any situation, you come at me. Don't come at me with the thievery. Listen, I'll fucking kill you if I find you stealing from me. Yeah. Especially at this, because I work hard for it now. Of I work course. really fucking hard for it. I'm not out there stealing and, and selling blows. So I know a fucking thief. I know how they act. I you know do. I'm fucking nuts, though. You know I have a great fucking time because I'm nuts. I know. When you're nuts, when you're fucking nuts, bro, you live in your head. Like this morning, I took the baby. Every day I have the baby. You know that from 8 to 11, right? No, I didn't know you have the baby every day. So I take the baby. I put her in a fucking straw and I just go. And she watches me in my world. It's hysterical. You you go to get coffee? You just fucking walk around? No, I just walk with her. I don't stop anywhere. I walk around North Hollywood Park and then I go to Lancashire. It's about three fucking miles. I saw a ba- I saw a photo of your baby. It's so fucking adorable. Yeah, yeah she's fucking cute. She's a little fucking chubby fuck. That's you cute. Want to bite her little cheeks, but she's funny. You know, I got the world by the balls. I looked up, Thompson girl. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm so happy for you. 
I'm so happy guys for guys like me. You usually get a second chance at this shit. This is uh, what's going on. What time are you going to jump up and down with white people over there at the weightlifting place? Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go at 4 p.m. How's your wife? She's great, man. Everything's awesome, man. I was, I was Jill Hamitsu. Oh, fucking really sweet, man. That's one thing that um, this uh, podcast shit has opened. Like, the amount of diehard, just crazy bananas fans that, like, are sweet, like, good people. It's really amazing. She's so fucking into it. It's crazy. I mean, it really is fucking nice to go out there and put the put the, the faces with the, you know, with the voices and the yeah. twits. Yeah. I had a great time in Long Island last week, man. With the twits. The twits. First of all, um, so big shout out to Jill. Yeah. And, uh, and actually that whole uh, community, the Death Squad, Love Washington em. and Love Portland. Em. That's so cool. Um, <laughs> and yeah. Black Lagooner. I got to meet you the Black You got to meet Lagooner. Black Lagooner. Who gave us Christmas presents this year. He gave me a Susie and the Banshee shirt and he gave you a Wu-Tang sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Um and uh, how about Joey just being like, I was a great thief. I could fuck Yeah, well, how did that, how did you guys just, segue into that? He just fucking talks like that. His, his, what time of day did you speak with him? This morning. It was morning. He's so high as shit. He was up and high already. Yeah. But he's up super early. He's up at like 5 a.m. Yeah. He's like, can you call me at 6 a.m. tomorrow? Negative. I'm like, no, no. He asked me that. He's like, oh, yeah. you want to do my podcast? I was like, great. Yeah, I'd love to. I'm going to call you 5 a.m. on Sunday. I'm like, no, you're not because I ain't answering. There's no way, buddy. I go, you can't pre-record? Can we record some other time? Listen to what happened to him um, in New York. He did uh, Long Island, but this is how just... How crazy and awesome like fans are, and his fans in New York. Yeah, how was that? Fuck, listen, Governors. Let me tell you how. Let me tell you how fucking strong it was. I got. I tweeted that I was going yeah. into the city to do Artie Lane, and I got a twit back from fucking the Palm Restaurant on Fiftieth Street. The police stopped in for dinner. That they were fucking big podcast fans. Wow. The Palm so Restaurant. Oh, the Palm Restaurant, I went down there my, with my brother. Now, I went down there. I figured they'd get me dessert and coffee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. I figured they'd buy me dessert and coffee. I wasn't looking for nothing else, Tom. I'm not that type of person. Tom, I got a fucking 18-ounce steak with lobster tail on top with the jalapenos and the red peppers. Tom, you got to go down there and get it. Dude, I saw, I I saw the pictures. I was salivating. Uh, I got the lobster bis, but the whole meal was made by the Clams <laughs> Casino which I've never seen anybody have out here, and they put bacon bits on them. Takes oh. it to a different fucking level. Jesus Christ. Me, my brother, and then my buddy Timmy, who's the getaway driver, we robbed the jewelry store in 1982. We still talk, right? Me and little Timmy, he was the getaway driver. He shows up, we eat. <laughs> <laughs> the getaway driver so for when they robbed the jewelry store. He's the getaway driver. He was still complaining about his pay the other day. Dog, I can't believe I only got 15 grand. So uh, I said, take a steak. All right, we're even. So I got him the steak, and also the check came. It was fucking nothing. You got to be shitting me. Fucking people came out with fucking Ari Shafir shirts, fucking Tom Segura hats. <laughs> fucking they had everything from Death Squad. That's amazing. I, gave my, I left a $300 tip. I was so fucking embarrassed. Oh, my God. That's and They were like, oh, anytime any of the Death Squatters are in town, email me. Pop in, and not to mention the guy who knows I'm a Diane Sawyer fan, so his wife is Diane Sawyer's assistant, so they sent me a 
an autographed headshot of Diane Sawyer. How cool is this fucking guy? Wait. <laughs> You're a big fan of Diane Sawyer? I don't miss it for the world. That's why I don't even think of calling me at 630 on the dot, because I will fucking definitely stab you. <laughs> 630 is Diane ty- Sawyer, though. That's world news tonight. That's my girl. I don't miss that for nobody. <laughs> You want to see me get more pissed than a text message or a message? Fucking wait till they put that little fucking Greek guy on the cover for her. I get furious. <laughs> I wait all day long for Diane so I can put on that fucking top of the list. That fucking cocksucker. <laughs> that fucking commie bastard. Do, that does, really pisses me. Does she just, like, make you feel comfortable? Like, you feel settled and, like, just everything's oh, okay? I trust her. Yeah, you That's trust her. That's my girl, Diane Stoy. I can have a conversation with her. Yeah. I trust what she's saying. She likes it. She picks the news I want to hear. <laughs> you know, she's always really good with the news I want to hear. This is... 10 to 8, she makes me feel good. She sells me some fucking blind kid that's got no feet. Plays the tuba. <laughs> 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 so you always feel good about yourself. You start rubbing your feet thinking, damn, I got fungus. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> so he sent me a fucking autograph picture of Diane Sawyer. I've been fucking having this is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me, though. I don't fuck around. I don't like people calling me. I don't like people calling me at eight in the morning either because I'm watching fucking uh, SpongeBob. Have you watched SpongeBob SquarePants? Uh, no. Uh-uh. You, you have to smoke and join and watch two episodes of SpongeBob from eight to nine. That show is fucking hilarious. I never fucking knew. I thought these kids were pussies because of new cartoons. Yeah. But SpongeBob takes it to a new, new level. He lives underwater. He's a sponge. He hangs out with the crab man. <laughs> All right, I love you. Don't forget about me, cocksucker. All right. I love you, Joey. Bye, man. All right, buddy. Bye. Wow. <laughs> Joey's world, huh? Isn't that amazing? Diane Sawyer and SpongeBob. I didn't know that about him. If you are listening to this show and you have. Um, Photoshop abilities and you don't start creating something for Joey Diaz Diane. and Diane Sawyer <laughs> you're an asshole I want to see nothing but just dozens of snapshots of Diane Sawyer and Joey Diaz the together. two of them together yeah absolutely that's so funny dude God. you know what's funny about Joey is that he does have this sweet side to him sure he loves uh, pretty obviously pretty girls but like yeah. he likes intelligent women sure. he wants to know the news yeah he's so sweet he's a good dad yeah, he's pushing his daughter around going for walks so cute adorable <clears throat> yeah and you watch spongebob squarepants i mean you realize what was covered in that conversation it wasn't so that much. long no i mean we went from uh don't ever text me i'm really good at robbing places right i had a great dinner with my friend, we stole, we robbed a jewelry store one time. I love Diane Sawyer. I hate George Stephanopoulos. Right. And SpongeBob is awesome. Right. I gotta go. What's going on? <laughs> He's on all pistons. He's fired that was up. Fucking man. amazing. Fired up. Um, so you got a little taste of your Uncle Joey there um, on the show. Wow. Yeah. Um, What's his wife like? Have you? I've, I met her like. I met her. She's very sweet. Yeah. Not, not in a million years would you meet her and be like, oh, I could, I could totally picture her with Joey Diaz. I got to talk to her next time. We're yeah. at the Burt's. Yeah, and just like figure like. Yeah, I'm curious to know her yeah, now. Like, yeah. what kind of woman? Totally sweet. Yeah. Loves Joey Diaz. They're so cute. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, you just, I mean, I, as, soon wow. as, 
I was literally calling just to get him to be like, fuck you for texting me and hang up. Right. And then that happened. The bonus material. Yeah. It was oh, pretty incredible. It's Joey. Yeah. Um, Church of what's happening now. Bob. Church of what's happening now. Now I get it. He grew up in an era with rotary phones and uh, old-timey answering machines. I remember immediacy. I grew up with that. The phone rang. You fucking picked it up, you know, or if you ignored it. And then, you know. Yeah. But this text message culture now. I do get mad when people don't text me back immediately, though. Like, if you if I fucking text you, just text me back right now, bro. Like, what's the holdup? Texting you should be able to respond to pretty It's quickly. infuriating when somebody texts you back the next day. Infuriating. Like, why did it take you that? You fucking read but, it the minute it popped up. You did read it. But sometimes, like, I, there are times, I have to admit, that I've gotten a text message, thought about a response, whether it's a question or something, been distracted by something, and then realize later, oh shit, I didn't respond to that. Right. Or I've gone to respond and thought it sent, and then you, you go oh, later yeah, yeah, and it's in that. there, it's I've typed up, that. and you're like, shit. There should be a function where if you haven't responded to it, it shows up as bold on your iPhone. Oh, right. That's you know, a good like, idea. like a fucking email, bro. Yeah, it's a good idea. Maybe I should, you know what? I'm an inventor. I should submit this to Apple. Mm-hmm. How do you then- do that? I just I'll write them an email and be all here's what, guy you should do this next. Just How would like you, your cousin Brian? Would you do? Would you do, dear Apple? Dear Apple computers, I've been a fan since DOS. I have a super idea for you that will help you make so much money. You're a greatest fan, Christina. Call me back. Call me back. Oh, but here's my fee. You have to put a fee in your email, right? Uh, how much should I charge for this idea? Fifteen million. Easy done. Fifteen million. Um. So, uh, before we continue, here's a quick commercial break. Okay. Okay. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming 
I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Now. Can I just do a quick reading? Um, from the complete script, season one of Downton Abbey. This is a book that's on my husband's desk right now. Yes. Let's just let's just see what's happening. Okay. End of Act Two, Act Three. Interior, Edith, Edith's bedroom, day. Edith is with Daisy and O'Brien. Daisy shaking with nerves. Daisy says, I couldn't say, my lady. I don't know what Miss O'Brien means. I didn't see nothing. Well, not much. The other two women exchange a quick glance. Edith says, O'Brien. I wonder if you might leave us. O'Brien goes, annoyed to be shut out of her own plot. And then Carson says, It's a bit of a whiffle, ain't that? <laughs> was that good? Yeah, that was great. You should try out for this show. Sir, your, your lordship, your lordship, <laughs> I, I have a question, your lordship. Go ahead. How come when I say thanks... You always, you never answer the way that the other dudes, the others do in the kitchen. I'm sorry, I can't understand your accent. Yeah, I said thanks to you the other day for the porridge. I can't understand. Are your Lucky Charms magically delicious? What are you trying to tell me? <laughs> I love more. Da- I want more Downton, Downton Daddy all the way. Do you, do you know what's preventing us? This is the dumbest thing. It's so dumb and lazy and shitty of us. Just mailing back. We just haven't two. mailed it back to yeah, Netflix. It's sitting right here, man. Right here, man. I feel like you're more of the Netflix person. You should be in charge. That's my job. Yeah. I'll tell you what. After this, we're going to use stamps.com to do some packages. Yeah. I'm going to mail it out with all that stuff. Can I say something to you? Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. (laughs) Um, Another huge... Hey, hold on. Hold on. What? You're scratching your armpits. Is this the same shirt you had on last night when we went to bed? Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not. Are you being serious? Totally serious. I have not changed. <sighs> Do you remember what happened last night before we fell asleep? No, I forget. I gotta change. I gotta go on to this next thing. No, can we? We're gonna cover this because this is. You need to be chastised on Twitter for this right now. What? We're laying in bed. We had dinner with the Kreischers and the bagels and the bags, and it was probably the most fun we've had out with it a was couple a great time. in a long time. So anyway, we come home. Tommy is putting me down to bed as he does, like a toddler first, because mm-hmm. I go to bed very early. And he has his arm up, and I'm kind of nestled into his armpit, and it smells a lot like um, any Arab country. It just smells like tacos and then Arab dudes. And I'm like, did you did you put deodorant on today? And then he, instead of just smelling his own armpit, takes his hand, scratches the filth, and then <laughs> smells the finger, which is, I think, 5,000 times more repulsive <laughs> than just... Catching a whip. You know what I mean? Like, you could have <laughs> chemistry wafted. You know that chemistry waft where you waft the fumes? Uh-huh. And then after that, you always have your filthy hand that you touch my face with. You'll touch my hair. You smelled so bad. And then you go, oh, I forgot deodorant. Mm-hmm. Which is okay. Which I thought you would rectify. And now you're sitting here almost 24 hours later. <laughs> identi- same shirt. Yeah. Now, did you rectify the deodorant situation? I did. Whose deodorant did you use? The one that was in my bag. That you're like, oh, here you have deodorant right here. 
Because if I go to my deodorant, my mm-hmm. cucumber scented dove, mm-hmm. and I see a bare armpit hair in there, yeah, I'm furious, furious, furious. Also, I'd like to thank you really quickly. I went to brush my teeth yesterday, and I found <laughs> tiny—they uh, look like pubic hairs—on my toothbrush and all over the sink. But thank you for that. Thank you. I, I, I told you I like to brush my balls right. with your toothbrush because it feels good and it cleans them. Okay, but seriously, was it nose hair that you were trimming? No, it was Ball my beard. Hair? My beard. And you just you do it over my toothbrush. No, That's I where don't. You like to do it. I don't. Anybody that listens to this okay. and beard trims or trims facial hair will tell you that you can trim far away from anything, and that shit goes flying all over. You don't see where it goes all the time. You see the big pile, and then you'll find hairs everywhere. It happens because I did see the peanut. Uh, that you use, yeah. that you just threw next to the sink, mm-hmm. covered in hair. Yeah. There's hair on the peanut, hair <laughs> all over the bowl. I need a new one. The sink. I need a new one. Great. Can you t- can you do that in the shower? Maybe next time. Uh, we we got to put a mirror in there, and then I'll do it. I got I got nothing but I got mirrors. No, I want a, a mirror on the shower wall so it's I can. So hard look to at keep it. that up there. Then we can't do it. I have to do it in the sink from now on. Can we get one, please? And we just plaster one up on the on the wall. They sell those. If I get you one, yeah. if I go to bed, I'll bath only do it in the bathroom tonight. in the shower. And if you if you don't, if you continue to put your disgusting hairs on my toothbrush, uh-huh. what can I do to you? I don't know. Kisses. You have to give me the, the, the touch. All of the right. Thing. No one knows what that means when you say that. Because it, it's a massager that you back massage me with. That yeah, we got to the home. Yeah. I like that. Okay. You have to do that to me tonight. We agreed on this already. We did. Because okay. I went, mm. Oh, I hate you so much. Because <laughs> you, you hummed in your sleep all night. Tommy hummed in his sleep all night. I had to go out to sleep on the couch. I'm sick, as you can hear in my voice. Yeah. Right. And then who else is snoring on the bed? The dog. So the I've dog, got yeah. the husband, the dog snoring. Yeah. And I got a sunburn. I feel bad. You don't feel bad. I do. I do feel bad. So what are you going to do to make it up to me? I'm going to give you zzzz touches. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I love nah. you again. Uh, good. I, I'm pre- I love you too. Okay. Um, I want to cover this before we wrap up our okay. show. Okay. All right. <clears throat> this was kind of big news. <laughs> um, that was kind of a big burp. I wouldn't call him a friend, but a peer of ours. <laughs> don't call him a friend. Brendan Walsh um, was going to guest host The Tonight Show mm. on Monday. Oh my, that's a huge honor. I mean, and that was big news, and a lot of people didn't expect it, but um, it was kind of a big deal. And then they canceled on him like <gasps> right before the taping. Um, so he was going to guest host, which is pretty cool. I called him the day to talk about it, and I got, it's just a few minutes, not like the other call, but here's, here's just the call. Hello? Hey, Walsh. Who's this? It's Tom Segura. Oh, hey. I just wanted to get the story about, like, you know, about the Tonight Show yesterday. Uh, is this being recorded? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm legally not allowed to talk about uh, what happened. Um, okay. I mean, is there anything you can talk about at all about it? I mean, you know, the, the Jay Leno called me. And uh, sorry, I'm pretty upset about it. No, I understand. Uh, he called me and, uh, you know, was like, I'm sick. And do you want to, uh, do you want to um, host the Tonight Show for me on Monday? And I was like, yeah. So, like, you know, I went and 
went through all the, uh, you know, got fitted for a suit and everything and did rehearsal and all that. And then, uh, and then a half hour before the taping, the rug got pulled out from under me. Hmm. And he just said, uh, I feel better now or what? Well, that's, you know, he, when I saw him, uh, on the lot, cause I went to go, uh, work out before the taping, you know, I went to, uh, went to the NBC gym. So I was gonna, you know, I was gonna pump a little iron and like run on the treadmill to get all pumped up for the show. Right. And then I saw him parking his 1937 Studebaker mm-hmm. and, uh, and you know, he like waved and I thought it was weird cause you know, cause I thought he was sick. And then when I was, uh, when I was running on the treadmill, uh, I got a text from uh, one of the NBC executives saying, we need to see you uh, ASAP. And I thought, oh, okay, well, they probably just wanted to change some monologue jokes or something. Right. And, uh, and then I went, and um, they were all sitting there with Jay Leno and, um, and all these uh, executives, and then they, uh, they told me that I'm not going to be hosting because of the... Uh, because of a tweet that I did. Jesus. Oh, because of a tweet? Yeah, there was, when I was promoting the show in the middle of all of it, there was a tweet that I sent out. See, I don't know if I'm legally allowed to talk about all this. Oh, okay. I mean, I can, I can cut this out of a... Maybe just throw some random bleeps in there. Okay. You know, just to break it up a little bit. Well, I just wanted to tell you that, um, you know... I mean, I think among a lot of other people, I was super excited for you, man. I think you would have done a great job, you know. And thanks, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think I think. Um, I mean, obviously, if if it almost happened uh, yesterday, it's probably gonna happen pretty soon, you know. Well, the good thing is, there's a lot of other offers coming in right now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of like. Uh, make a uh make lemonade out of lemons or whatever you know yeah that's a that's a nice way of putting that yeah um well i mean i just hope that um you know i like you said you got a bunch of opportunities i'm sure coming in but it'd be cool to see you do the tonight show at least once before um fallon takes over you know yeah well you know maybe fallon will let me co or uh guest host you know because like that that was always my dream i never wanted to host the tonight show but i always thought it'd be cool to be a guest host like you know how like joan rivers or gary shanley used to do are you friends with fallon too am i friends with fallon no no i mean you know we know each other he's a big fan and stuff yeah um but uh but you know he's he's pretty busy. We don't really hang out or anything. And then, um, how did you get to know Leno? Like where he would just call you and stuff. Like, are you guys? Oh, he's just a fan, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Does he listen? Um, he listens to the Bone Zone. Yeah, he probably listens to the Bone Zone. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Well, I know you're super busy. I just wanted to, you know, get the call because I know that our fans on your mom's house are going to want to hear. I mean, everybody was talking about it yesterday, so it's pretty cool. And uh, I appreciate you, you know, taking the time to do this, man. Oh, yeah, man. No, it's just, uh, the support was overwhelming. I was really touched. I didn't realize how many friends I had in the comedy community. Yeah, I mean, I was at dinner last night uh, with, like, um, a bunch of people, and that's all everybody was talking about. You said why you were at your fifth dinner last night? I was at my fifth 
dinner. I had like four dinners, and then at the fifth one, everybody was talking. Yeah, like four pre-dinners before your dinner. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, I always have. I always have like five or six dinners a night. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 really happy that you support that. You know, I'm glad to hear from you that you're supporting me because, like, if that was you, I'd be all I'd be like, ha, fucking stupid idiot. Why would Glad you, he didn't post it. Why would you do that? Because uh, of our long-standing feud. I thought we were past that right now. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we are now. Now that I was the bigger person and said, like, hey, man, it's cool. I want to see you succeed. Yeah, you're definitely the bigger person, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> Suck it! Suck it! Wow. That was really cool. And Wow. And then can I tell you hmm. how happy I am he didn't get to host it now? Now I'm happy too. What a jerk. And he doesn't get it like why things like that happen, like why they wouldn't want him to, you know. Well, no wonder Jay Leno didn't want him to host. Yeah, I, it's I'll like t- have some manners, be curt. If you're going to show up, don't use the gym. Like you're not you're not an employee. Right. That's your first night. Go, go to your own gym. Yeah, lazy your hipster gym, wherever it yeah. is, you and the other guys with ironic beards, you know, exercise. Yeah. Don't show up on a lot in your gym outfit, of course. And he probably, can you imagine, you know what probably really happened? Hmm. They saw a total amateur right. at rehearsal. Oh, yeah. He ran through the monologue and they were probably like, Jesus Christ, like, mm-hmm. is this an open micer that we're having mm-hmm. do the, the Tonight Show? Like, we can't do this. And mm-hmm. then he's, his cover is like, oh, I sent out an offensive tweet or something. Come on. Yeah. It's that they saw the they saw the goods and they're like, we can't take this out of the lot. You know? Well, I don't know if Brendan's ever hosted, but you know, reading a teleprompter or reading cue cards isn't that easy. And I don't think he's really He's not cut out for that. He's not good no. at teleprompter. He's not good at delivering a funny monologue. Right. That or, takes real talent. That takes talent. Or good at um being likable. Writing jokes, telling jokes, right. being funny, you know. Right. I thought, like, I don't know. I thought I could, you know, try to. Um, what kind of suit would Brendan even put on? Like the Jesus, I can't even imagine. He would probably put on like some thrift store thing, and they'd be right. like, "Hey, man, this isn't like uh, some Silver Lake bar right. that you're this doing. This isn't Williamsburg that you you consider like your week of shows right. for like your eleven friends, you know? Right. At your ironic show that you do, mm. this is the Tonight Show. Like we kind of have a different standards. Mm-hmm. And the, probably what happened was the NBC brass um, were like, I can't believe Leno even would know this person, let alone offer him this. Well, I was going to say that I don't really, I'm not a huge fan of Leno's work personally, mm-hmm. but that's kind of cool that he likes the Bone Zone. And yeah. That he's into the Death Squad. I would think so. Clearly, he doesn't know about a lot of podcasts, though. I mean, no. Bone Zone is kind of like. I don't know, on a top 100 list, it's like 97 or something, right? So Does it even chart? I don't know. Oh, I'm sure it doesn't. But I'm saying, like, for some reason, probably somebody who parked one of his cars or cleaned it put right. it on his, on his iPod or something, and right. then he's like, oh, this is the only podcast that exists. Right, he doesn't and know. He doesn't know that there's well, way better stuff out there. Because he thinks it's the live radio or something. Like, yeah. he, he still tells jokes about VHS, right? He does. Yeah, the VHS doesn't work at my right. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. he's... He doesn't realize that, like, the Bone Zone is the VHS of podcasts. Right. You know? Yeah. So. Right. 
Well, you know what, Brendan? You reap what you sow. Yeah, and Brendan's over there doing that show with um, his that awful site, Randy. You know, it's like his Ed McMahon. It's a disaster. And he's so rude, that Randy guy. Mm-hmm. What an attitude, huh? I guess what? He has a ironic beard, too. Mm. No. I hate both of them. Yeah, me too. So much. Good. It's schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Mm-hmm. When something bad happens, I enjoy it. Um. Oh, wait a minute. We're going to sign off soon, aren't we? We are going to sign off soon. Listen, we got an email from a fan who was like, the way you guys are so dismissive. Like, we got to go now. He felt that we were being dismissive, and that's not the case, you guys. It literally is. Usually, we, you know, we're only home for like 48 hours a mm-hmm. week, and we do sometimes have to go to do laundry and get our lives together. It's not that we don't love you. Yeah, we love you. We want to do this, believe me, all day, every day. We much prefer this than anything else we do. Yeah. So we wanted to give you guys a nice... Like my therapist says, you don't just jump into something. You don't just jump into the end of the podcast. You have to let people know that it's, it's coming, coming up. to a close. Yeah. So we're going to play like a song now from now on so that you know it's the end. Yeah. Right? So. You can't come in. There you go. Yeah. You come in. Oh, it's just a nice sort of. There you go. There you go. And this is now we're coming to the close. And that didn't feel sudden, did it to you, Tom? Didn't feel sudden to me. We're dipping our toes into goodbye. It wasn't abrupt. It wasn't abrupt. It wasn't like, hey, we got to go like we normally do. So we thought we would take that in consideration. Right. Um, Theo sleeping here on my little arm. There's so much more that we have to do. So um, I know. we are going to wrap up the show. And um, What a show it was. What a show. We had Joey Diaz. We sang the national anthem. Mm-hmm. We found out the dirt behind Brennan getting fired from the Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. We got um, we got that uh, idea to the uh, the big sports leagues about killing performers. That's right. And I sent Apple my idea. I'm gonna. After this is this. huge. It's huge. Yeah. So, um, well, you know that we love you dearly. Uh, please go to your mom's house podcast.com. Check out our store. Check out our sponsors. Support us via either one. And um, at Christina P. at Tom Segura. On Twitter. Thank you, mommies, for being the mommies that you are. Yes. And thank you, Portland and Seattle, especially. Um, and we'll have uh, new cities to announce coming up soon. <gasps> Yay. Um, and we'll be back here on Friday. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye, mommies. Now you know this is the end.